Welcome everyone, this is Brian and you are listening to Millennial Geek. Also here is this other guy. I am Robert, of course. Yeah. Hope you guys are doing well today. Yeah, fuck you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess you're a part of this. This is just, like, just a little, a little bit. bit. Just a little a bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, How was your week, sir? It's good. Uh, I'm waking up. You know, actually, it's been slow. It's been super slow at work. Oh, really? Like today, I was. Lo- I looked at my schedule today from yesterday. I had nothing. Oh. I'm there for nine hours today. And I have nothing. Yeah, that's Mondays for me. Every other day has been completely. Every other day this week was completely booked. Um, oh, really? So I start my shifts on Wednesday during the week. So Monday okay. was my last day. Yeah. And then I start up again t- today, which is Wednesday, because I'm doing six days a week for my vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all last week up until Monday was completely booked. I was like, kind of. I was almost kind of glad I didn't have anything on Monday because I was You're super like tired. Done. But I was like, I did this for a reason. I wanted to make extra money, not offset the money that i wasn't making right 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 um, but yeah it was kind of just like okay well oh well <laughs> i mean the universe does things for reasons yeah. i mean i just was like yesterday was a mediocre day at best and no. today i have nothing and i'm just like <sighs> uh, yeah, it's frustrating when you work on you know commission like we do yeah exactly you know? um yeah for those that don't know a lot of massage therapists, you know, if we're not working, we're not getting paid. I mean, if we don't actually have a client on the table and we're just sitting around at work, we don't get paid. Yeah. Um, so being booked is important. Um, and that's why, and that's why you get charged when, <laughs> when you don't show up, when you up. don't show up. Like it's not, it's not us being a dick. It's just like, Hey, we kind of yeah. got to pay bills too. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, but I was like, <clears throat> I was just like, man, this, this week is slow. No. Uh, last week was pretty slow. Like this, this whole clinic is just like summer's hitting. Yeah. So like summer's always kind of a slower time. Yeah. Like that whole beginning of everyone's like, oh, we can go out now, and like they don't care well, yeah, to be it's, indoors. It's the end of the, getting into the end of the school year. Yeah, yeah. People are prepping all that stuff and graduations so, and all that. Right. So it's like that's a thing. And what we're seeing now is that for therapists, it's like yeah, we're slowing down, and I'm like hitting a grinding halt and like i'm just like cool but i mean luckily i'm looking at other places yeah nicer places which is really nice uh i have an interview on monday okay so i'm excited for that yeah definitely man keep my fingers crossed for you yeah i was Um, thinking about hitting up uh our the uh our our mutual friend that's over at uh the palace oh yeah yeah so I was thinking, I was like maybe doing, trying to see, because they they were looking for part time too. Oh, nice! Yeah, that'd I be was awesome. Like, two part times. Yeah, totally down. Especially because they're both nicer places. Yeah, yeah, a little better pay. A lot better pay. <laughs> a lot better. Like, yeah. like palaces over double. Yeah. I was like, how much are you making? That's absurd. It's it's all spa stuff though, man. Like it's that's fair. I'm 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 actually like moving into that idea because mm-hmm. I used to be more way more physical and all that. Yeah. And now I'm just like, nah. Like I just want to help people relax. For sure, that's nice. So yeah, that that's been that's always my thing with going into like the spas and all that. Is like I don't. That's not the kind of work I want to do. That's fair. That's what I. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's, you do what you want to do. But um, for me, it was always just like I I like working where I work because I get get to work on people that wouldn't necessarily get massage otherwise mm-hmm. you know it's you know it's not it's not looked at as a luxury by them it's looked at right. as like oh i'm actually in pain and yeah. i need help like yeah. those are the people that i want to work on although admittedly the pay you do get from spas is appealing but it's just not something i honestly don't know if i could do that because i'd be like doing raps and i hate i that was like my least favorite class <laughs> In school was doing like the the seaweed wrap or whatever like the the burrito thing the they burrito made us wrap, do yep. or, yeah all that's in the scrubs I was like this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a different care like yeah, it is it just in, in for in my experience with it in school I was just like yeah I don't I don't see myself ever doing any of it right yeah it's <laughs> I agree like it's something that I never really thought about caring for like when I did it I didn't really like love it or hate it it was just kind of a, it was just a class to me yeah. um where i hated like russian oh, russian was sports awful. was fucking the worst class i ever took i was like 
are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. there is no variation. There's no, yeah. you you do this, and then you do this, and then you do that. Like, I was like, fuck, man, this is boring as shit. Yeah, big time. I mean, we learned, and I think the only reason they teach you is because you do learn a ton of different strokes to use. Yeah, you learn hand you can, techniques. Yeah, hand like, techniques yeah. you can use um, that you can incorporate into other other forms. Right. But Russian itself is worthless unless you're specifically doing just that. Right. And like <laughs> I mean like it's it's effective when you when you do it, but it's only effective for people who are actually like going and working out and yeah. doing all that. Like the the active person sees the benefits of a Russian sports massage. Yeah. But the average person isn't doing all that shit. Maybe the average Coloradan is, but Yeah. Right. Like Anyway, so that was that was the last massage I got at that the student clinic for our school. It was a Russian? No, well she she was in Russian. It was like her second week in clinic. Oh, that's who I got? And she all she knew like she wasn't doing anything from core variations, massage core variations. She was just doing what she was learning in Russian. And I was like, I was and this is back when I was still drinking too, so I was hungover and all that. And I'm just like, oh my god, if you don't finish the stroke, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> like I'm not trying to be mean. But, like, you need to understand, like, you go up and then you come back. You don't pick up and, like, like you're, you're, I'm, no, stop. Just stop. (laughs) Well, you, like, I wanted to be nice and I was just like, you're killing me. Like, I'm, I feel so shitty right now Mm -hmm. and you were not helping me at all. (laughs) You were making me feel so much worse. (laughs) Well, it, it was a factor. Like, you do that for lymphatic drain and stuff like that. Like, there's a reason for it. But she was. She was, but doing she's not it. good enough. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was just it wasn't enough experience. I was yeah. just like, okay. I like, I walked away. I was like, I'm, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't come to the clinic. Like, I have to go to see like an actual therapist. Mm-hmm. Now I've moved beyond student massages. Dude, <laughs> student massage is rough. It's real rough. Like they, and I'm not it's saying it's not their I, fault. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. And I'm not saying I was king shit as a student either. Like, oh, I was, I was amazing. I'm sure I was amazing. I don't know um, what you're talking oh, about. Sure. Okay. I mean, I wasn't terrible, but I wasn't like I wasn't what I am now by any means. Probably um, not, you know. Uh, but yeah, that was, oh, I just so bad, and I could, like I think she was freaked out too because I told her walking back that I was a former student, mm. which was a mistake because she like completely freaked out. She's like, "Oh, you are you? Oh, you're an alumni." It was like, it's not that big a deal. It's really not that. It's really not that big a deal. And like I'm trying to help you. Like I was, I say, I said it before, like I was being a dick, but initially I was genuinely trying to help her. I was like, "Hey." You gotta complete that stroke. Like you gotta bring it back. Don't mm-hmm. just pick up and do it again. Like you gotta actually flow with it. And she just would not hear me. So I finally just got frozen. I was like, if you don't start doing that, I'm gonna lose my shit. Like <laughs> you're so mean, <laughs> so mean. See, I went. So the first uh like student, because like we, I don't know. You were you required to like get work from. Or you're, were you required to work on a teacher or uh, another student or something like that? Because we were. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and like I just remember the first time that happened was pretty early in my clinic, uh, and he was the the person like I did it like I think three or four times I can't remember, um, but ever like the fir- after the first one the dude was just like I think it was a guy it was either the guy or the girl I can't remember but either way they were both just like yeah you're ready to work and I was like cool. Yeah. Uh, they're like you it's like if you get flow down yeah you can you can get everything like i think a lot of therapists like early therapists don't understand that idea like when you're working on someone if you can get the flow their brain shuts off like you could be the shittiest therapist in the world (laughs) you could just be barely doing anything but if you can get a proper flow going you turn people into mush yeah it's true and so it's like cool i'm like I'm good to go. I can work. So I was good from the beginning. I don't know about you and your. I was I was good when I when I did my interview for the uh, the clinic we both worked at like way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I got one. Do you remember Becky? Um, she she left and came back. I don't she, know okay, yeah, was. she's the one that came yeah. back. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she was there when I started. Yep. And I did my practical on her, and her basic words were, "It's all there. You'll you just gotta you know little, need a little more practice. Like all the skills are there. You know what you're doing." You just, you know, a little, a little more experience will be fine. I was like, cool, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and see, I worked on, uh, I worked on the clinic manager and Sancho. No. Oh, sorry, clinic manager for the, sorry, not student clinic. Yeah, not student <laughs> clinic. 
I didn't know Sancho. Yeah. But he wasn't he wasn't I don't think he was the manager by the time I left by the time I was done. I think he had oh, been okay. switched by someone else. Okay. Um but either hey. way, I, I remember him. He was a he's a character. Um didn't I didn't get along with him. <laughs> Me neither. And I don't think I don't think anyone actually ever did. But uh yeah, no, I worked on the clinic manager at the place we worked together and I just was told, Yeah, you're good but mm. she was not a therapist, so it's yeah. not like I you weren't gonna get much feedback from that. Yeah, it's, it's true. more like a you either got the job or you didn't get the job kind of situation. Yeah. So, right on. Well, I, I was basically already had the job anyway because uh, my friend Rachel was already mm-hmm. working there and had basically spent like a day and a half talking me up to the clinic manager at the time. Gotcha. I don't think it was the same one that was with you. Um, and so I basically just had to show up and not like completely bomb, and I had a job. So <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I was like, hey, good on you, Rachel. Good looking out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's always nice when you have someone like, yeah. you know there. Like, well, she'd already, she's like, she's been a therapist like in her soul forever. She's fantastic. She's, if she hadn't moved to Michigan, I'd still be any massage swimmer. Um, that's fair. So she was already, she'd already been there a couple months when I started. She graduated like a semester before me at mm-hmm. the Westminster campus. Um, and she'd already made a lot. Did a you go to West? No, you no, didn't. No, no, no. I went okay. to Aurora. I okay. met, we, she's from Aurora. She was just going to school in the rest Mr. Campus. Gotcha. Um, so she was already making waves being like, you know, one of the top new people there. So her word was gold. Gotcha. <laughs> Which was good for me. Yeah, exactly. Because I was not yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to think. I don't think I had, I didn't have anyone that I knew. Mm-hmm. Like they, they so. were just, at, they were at the point where they needed someone to hire. Yeah. Like. I feel like every clinic right. is always in perpetual need to hire. <laughs> and so I was like, cool, I got the interview, like literally same day interview, um, and just got it right off the bat. I was nice. like, cool. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So, it's a real confidence booster when yeah, that right. happens, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was right out of school, too. Like, I didn't wait. Yep. I took my test. I did everything and yep. got a job. I was like, sweet. I don't have to work retail anymore. Yep. <laughs> but I'm still in the same mall I was in for the last three years. So, okay. <laughs> I I had just... I'd quit my job, um, like, a week or so before I graduated. Like, I was like, I was like, I can't fucking do this shit anymore. I was working at McAllister's. Oh, wow. making sandwiches and shit like okay did you did you know tommy maybe oh know. no no it wasn't McAllister's. and never mind totally different I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no. she worked there when it was woody creek oh okay yeah no <laughs> uh like yeah i just i worked i worked there i worked when it brand new open like helped no. make it and all that shit and i was just like i can't fucking do this shit anymore like this place fucking blows food service sucks man dude it's I... fucking terrible <laughs> i have a lot of respect for people that do it i i hated i would much if I ever had to go back, I would go back to retail before I did food service. But that's just I, me. I wouldn't. But here's the thing: I would go back to a place that actually cooks. Mm-hmm. I would I would work for like an like an actual like even if it's like a fucking small like nothing like a mom and pop shop kind of <laughs> thing. Like I want a place where they actually make their own food, mm-hmm. not just fucking get processed shit or like any of that. Like yeah. I, someone who takes just a decent bit of care of their food. Different story. Completely different atmosphere. Yeah, um, it's true. And I'm like, I would be down with something like that. Um, I feel like it's a pride situation at that point when you work for um, food. Like, you can find places that have pride in their work. Mm-hmm. Where if you go retail, you ain't finding anyone who's proud of that fucking job. Like, no one. Like, even yeah, the highest I mean, up people that I've ever met. Like, at Walmart, they were, yeah. like, dead. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just for me, it's I'm just better at it. That's than fair. Food service, so it's like okay, I'd go back to something that I know how to do. That's fair. Um, honestly, I'd probably try to go like get a manager job at a movie theater or something if I had a cho- if I had to go back to something like that. That would that would I'd, be. I'd be like, all right, let me let me go all the way back. Right. <laughs> at least then I'm getting like free movies. And exactly. <laughs> like, you're doing the doing the fun things that you had. Yeah. Oh god. I can't be projectionist anymore because that. Doesn't exist apparently. <laughs> no, it's just all digital. Yeah. At least at any like big theater, it's gone for the most part. Right. You, I'm sure you could get a work, get that job at a what are they called? Like the Elvis theaters. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, anything else going on with you? Oh, well, that's what we were talking about. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I mean this week's been good. Yeah. It's been I oh I started so I went. 
on Amazon and I bought a bunch, like I bought 12 packs of um, playing cards. Magic the Gathering? No, no, no. Playing cards. Like, like actual, like, like, yes. Decks? Yes. Okay. Like actual decks I just of playing cards. <laughs> uh, or Yu-Gi-Oh! or something. Y- or you Pokemon. know, heart, diamond, spade, <laughs> yeah, yeah, club, like, like those cards. Playing cards, yes. <laughs> um, so I got I got 12 packs of those, and I started um, setting up my game that I'm going to make mm. using those, because like, you can use the the base like i have i have ideas of how this works and so i've been trying to set it up and that shit's fucking hard <laughs> like game design's a bitch yeah i imagine so that's like i mean realistically i've only spent a couple of days working on it now mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah there's gonna be some fucking loopholes there's gonna be a lot of problems like there's a lot of convoluted shit that i'm already like i'm like two steps in and i'm like all right cool let's fucking redo this whole thing again <laughs> um so but i think i've got a, a good a good system for like getting the things that you need like so the whole idea is uh, it's between a one four one one and four players can play this game okay. um you have like your little play mat has gonna is gonna have two slots for weapons you'll have one weapon you'll have two, up to two weapons and then you'll have two accessories which are normally going to be like an armor or something like that um for your character mm-hmm. and the way each round will work is uh there will be a monster like boss thing that gets flipped over and that's going to be the main mission mm-hmm. like you that's the big boss at the end of it okay and then from there, there's a store. There's a, uh, another stack that has like all of like the different weapons that you can pr- like get and stuff like that. Yeah. Weapon skills. Those will be revealed. A certain number of those. Haven't decided the number. And then there will be another deck for supplies, which is like your ammo, fuel, and energy to actually use the the weapons and stuff that mm. you get. And so each round, you'll, there will be four. There will be four rounds. You're gonna reveal. Uh, basically like almost like a minion monster that's going to come before the boss. Mm-hmm. So it'll be every round you can you reveal one of those and then you can either draw from the supply deck, which gives you your ammo and shit, or you can pick uh, something from the shop. Mm-hmm. And then you do that again and you do that again. And so the, you'll end up having uh, three like mini fights before you then go and fight the boss. Yeah. And so then you just have whatever you have to then go and fight them. Right um so it's it, it's a good concept but like actually getting the whole thing in is proving to be a little bit of a bitch <sighs> yeah understandable right on we have to keep me posted man yeah i'll, I'll I, I i almost have a prototype going yeah. but like i have <laughs> so much more writing to do for it yeah. it's like oh rules and all that yeah Dude, it's so much so much shit right on well hey you're doing something yeah it's I'm, fun I'm basically just working till vacation. Like that's all right. I've got on my mind right now. I'm like, oh my god, I got a week and a half until I'm on vacation. <laughs> that was so nice, though. Yeah, oh, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I've, but I've by the time I get to my vacation, I'll have worked like twenty of twenty three days or something like that. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but I did it on purpose. I was like, okay, I did it like because I did that in the over the holidays, mm-hmm. and then just went back to my regular schedule. I was like, okay, well now I'm gonna take a week off, so like I can work six three-day weeks or three six-day weeks <laughs> yeah and then go on vacation for a week and i'll be fine yeah um so yeah but i'm just like oh i'm so close i'm so close and i'm going to monterey i think i said i think i've said that in a previous episode yep um and i actually one of my co-workers told me about the show big little lies i've yeah which is really good by the way it's a fantastic show seven episodes super short new Haven't season drops it. Uh, I'd highly recommend. I think I might have talked about this already, but anyway. Um, but it takes place in Monterey. So that's part of the reason why oh, I watch cool. it. That's part of the reason why I watch it. It's like, oh, cool. I'll get to see like where I'm going and all this stuff. Yeah. And it's unbelievably beautiful there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I also just found an article the other day that's like places you can go if you're a fan of Big Little Lies. <laughs> <laughs> so, Are you going to go to those spots then? Uh, yeah. Well, a couple of them were places I'd already been told about. Oh, okay. Uh, by like uh, clients and things like that that have been there. Like the aquarium, everybody, everybody. When I, as soon as I bring up Monterey, if somebody's been like, "Oh, you got to go to the aquarium," I'm like, "Okay, all right, go cool. to the aquarium, go to the aquarium." Um, and then there's like a uh, seventeen mile, seventeen mile drive, which is a nice like driving 
around the coast, I believe. Interesting. Um, and then there's it's called Lovers Point Park, which is a beach park right on the ocean. And there's just like, like there's the coffee shop that they go to in the show too that I was probably going to go to anyway. Right. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, in, I think it's in. I'm in the neighborhood. Yeah. Might as well go to it. Right. Yeah. Um, well, it's and, and, you know, coffee, obviously. Yeah, right. Um, so I figured I'd check that out. But that's on a pier. It's on Cannery Row, I believe. Um, so it's all this stuff and there's good food down there too. So I'm just like, oh, so excited. So excited. So close. So close to taking um, some time off. Yeah. And I'm, I'm flying into San Francisco, which is about an hour and a half North. Okay. So I'm going to drive down the Pacific coast highway and do that whole thing. Maybe stop in big Sur. I wonder, um, I, I wonder how that highway is. Cause I mean, like you look at, I remember just looking at the pictures of like the holiday driving in in California and I'm like, fuck that. Like, bumper to bumper for miles. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the nice thing about when I plan this, too, is, like, I'm coming in on a Monday. Yeah. So there's no holiday stuff, and then I leave on Thursday. So I'm not dealing with any of the weekend BS. Right. Um, which is kind of how I would like to start traveling, honestly, because weekend travel, one, is, is more expensive and is yep. usually just a bit a much bigger hassle. It is. Um, And since my days off are during the week anyway, it's like, well, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Yeah. Might as well... You know, do my trips during the week. I may not see all, you know, as much of the the cool whatever stuff going on. Like the events. To, yeah, the event stuff. But if it's like for me, like I'm really just going to relax, spend time by the ocean. Yeah. Eat some good food. Like I'm not really looking to go crazy and, you know, do right. all kinds of stuff. Um, so I'm just like, oh, this, this sounds great. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah, no shit. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. When I travel, I'm more of a foodie. So it's yeah. like, it's very much just like, cool. I'm going to go someplace and find some good ass food. So yeah. like less people there, the fucking better. No. And that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at too. It's like, cool. That just means I'm, there's more places I can go, mm-hmm. you know, more food I can eat. So I'll, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have plenty to talk about. Hopefully when I come back. Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Good. Yeah. I mean, you should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's, this is like legitimately my first real vacation that I've taken as an adult. Um, <laughs> other than going to Vegas a couple of times, which was more like work not that it, i was there working but it became like work after like the second day gotcha. <laughs> yeah because uh, when you're partying that hard it's yeah uh, there's no <laughs> sleep there's no nothing you're just going and it, yeah um and then i did take a family vacation to mexico but that didn't really turn out all that great either so i mean it was fun up until family the family vacation <laughs> yeah god <laughs> Uh, it was fun up until the part where my parents said they were going to get divorced, but you know, other you know, <laughs> yeah, that's the way every vacation should go, right? Right. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so hey. yeah, so this is like my legitimately first real vacation as an adult, so I'm super, super excited about gotcha. it. Gotcha. I know I probably don't sound like it because my allergies are going crazy, but yeah, like yeah, you sound all <laughs> depressive about that shit. Like you've been crying for a day. Uh, no, no, not today. No, no, not today. Not today. No, it's funny. Like that—that's your vacation. Literally, almost every single one of my family vacations, someone went to the hospital. Oh well. I'm like, just for the most random bullshit. But yeah, like every single vacation that we did as a family that I can remember, someone went to the hospital. Well, so th- it's a very dangerous situation for us. Right. No idea why. <laughs> like for. Broken bones, sickness. Um, like, one of them, my dad cracked his head open. Oh wow! Um, one of them, my mom became allergic to shrimp. Uh, one of them, I got blisters. Uh, I got sun blisters on my shoulders, which welted up into like huge sacks. Yeah. So they took me in. Um, one of them, I accidentally drugged my dad. Uh, <laughs> Because I gave him the wrong medication. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> another one, I think it, it's mostly my dad. Um, <laughs> but we were just about to leave Colorado, and we get on Parker Road, and my dad's like, "I need to go to the hospital." And I think it was like a blood pressure thing or a blood sugar thing. I can't remember okay. which one, but it was one of those things. And so we went to the hospital, like on our way down to go to Arizona, Uh-oh. and it was just like. Every single fucking vacation, <laughs> something happens where someone gets hurt or like someone's not feeling well or yeah, like, funny. It's crazy. It's just it's just the way it works. Yeah. So that happened once when we went to Disneyland. My little brother's type one diabetic. Oh shit. Um, and he was just not feeling well at all. So we were like running. Did around you know trying. at that point? Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, he'd been diagnosed for a couple of years at that point. Okay. Um, but like we all like my sister and I like sprinted down to a restaurant to get him a milkshake because it was you know he needed sugar he needed something to bring mm-hmm. him up 
like running back trying to you know trying to get him food. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't have to take him to the hospital, but yeah, it was kind of a crazy turn of events. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's in heaven. Yeah. Family vacations, they're fun. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. God. So I guess we should finally get into yeah, yeah our, get into our, our nerd our, talk our nerd of stuff, what yeah. this whole thing is. <laughs> um, so you went and saw a movie this week, right? I did see a movie that you have no interest in seeing because you're a fucking anyway. Uh, <laughs> Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Detective Pikachu is what I went and saw. Sue me, I didn't want to see it. Like <laughs> you, you, you fucking. You're too cool for Pokemon. Like I'm not too cool. I just never. I I was okay. We've had we've had this conversation. I know when it came <laughs> when it became popular, you were too was, cool for it. I well, it was me trying to be cooler than it. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily <laughs> that I was per- actually too cool for it. But I was I was in junior high, man. And like if if it wasn't considered cool, then yeah, none of us mm-hmm. played Pokemon because it wasn't cool. Yeah, but and then by the time I was old enough, like I didn't I didn't care anymore. I was like, okay, whatever. Like by the time I moved past all that, like oh, I don't care what people think. I was like. Just I never got into it. Now like, who cares? <laughs> 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 You're terrible. Uh, oh darn! I didn't I didn't play Pokemon as a kid. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're just not considered a human being. That's oh, all I'm okay. saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. So I went so and saw that. Uh. And you know when I first saw like okay so I watched it and I was actually really happy throughout the whole thing. Like it was a very good like campy kind of. Uh, it's something you could bring your kids to and still enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I, I I distinctly thinking like this is this is a kids movie for adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like very happy with the way they did some comedy bits and all that. And then I I took some time at work to really think about the movie, <laughs> and all of a sudden like all the plot holes started coming through and like just like what the fuck was this? Like, why was this? And like, but then again, I thought about our previous conversation of uh, Harry Potter and like how that makes no sense either. And I'm just like, cool. So basically overall, I give the movie a B plus. Okay. Uh, I love the acting in it. I think it was pretty solid across the board. Um, I feel like one of the, the girl, there's a girl main character for Mm. it. And I feel like she's just used as a, uh, um, a vehicle to progress the plot instead of actually an actual character. Okay. Um. So that's a little a little disappointing because I think she, especially with her, like, very like, she's the investigative reporter kind of person, and that quirk I always find like very interesting because they can be really like in your fucking face about some shit. Yeah. And I thought it was really good, but they didn't play enough of it for me to like really get invested in that character. Yeah. Um. The way they did the Pokemon was phenomenal. The CG is gorgeous. Um, oh. Like, it, it's beautifully done. Every character, like, it looks like they're real. Um, there's only one Pokemon at the very end that looks like it's a dude in a costume. Yeah. But everything else looks like the actual <laughs> thing. And it's straight up, like, it looks like a fucking costume. <laughs> it's bad. I don't even know what the Pokemon was. It's one of the newer ones. It's, like, the, the evolved form of... Clefable, I want to say, mm-hmm. like it's or it, it. I don't remember. It's it's a newer one. It like if you look at the end, like right near the end, it's like the big pink thing with giant eyes. Like it doesn't blink at all. It barely moves. It's like that's a dude in a costume. Um, but everything else was great. I loved the the beginning part was fucking hysterical. Uh, because it starts off with the. The, the main character and his friend mm-hmm. and his friend is a Pokemon trainer and the main character doesn't want to be a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> and he's like, we found this Cubone. And it's a Cubone in a field, just crying his fucking eyes out. And he's like, see, it's, it's lonely like you. <laughs> and just like fucking like really like <laughs> lays into the, the, like like the bad aspects of what he, the main character has going okay. for him. And then like, he ends up trying to catch it failing, of course. And, fucking getting chased away by this Cubone. And you're like, oh shit, that would be kind of scary. And then they do a pan back to show the size comparison. And that thing is literally the size of this coffee table. Like, (laughs) the Cubone is no more than, like, a foot and a half tall. Yeah. And just chasing down this dude. And it's fucking hysterical. Um, But, yeah, overall, I think it was a great kids movie. Um, I think adults... Can seriously enjoy themselves. I 
I think the villain point was a little weak, mm-hmm. but I feel like it, that that was the point. It's a very kids movie yeah. Yeah. for that aspect. Um, Where does Pikachu come in in all this? Uh, so Pikachu is the uh, detective's uh, partner. So okay. the whole thing is uh, the the detective uh, is the the main character's father, mm-hmm. and the main character and it shows him. And basically in this car explosion at the very beginning of the movie. Um, so he's basically been killed and that's what brings the son into the city to get the whole thing. Okay. Uh, and so he's in the, his apartment and whatnot and the Pikachu is there and starts talking to him, which doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah. Like that's not a thing that <laughs> anyone can do. Um, so like they uh, basically reveal from his hat that he was the the father's uh detective like partner the pikachu has no memory of the situation um do you want to are you gonna see it at all no okay cool spoiler yeah with this whole thing let's just say forever anybody we listen to spoilers if you are gonna see detective pikachu. right yeah yeah now we'll now i'll talk about the little spoiler part of it uh it is i'll tell you the, the big spoiler actually it's it, ryan reynolds mm. is his father Okay, I kind of like, figured yeah, that it's very what much, was, what was going on. Like, it, it was an, in, it was, an inception type thing. It was thing. in his body. Like, yeah. yeah, they did a very, like, Mewtwo is um, the is actually, like, the good guy in this, trying to, like, bring harmony to things. Mm-hmm. And, like, the main big corporation is the evil situation where it's like, we're going we're gonna to use this power to evolve humans. And basically that whole process puts humans into po- Pokemon. Eh, yeah, I mean, like it was, it was a weak point. Okay. Um, it, uh, Ashley didn't see it coming at all. Really? Apparently, until it happened, and I was like, that that was it was pretty obvious. Like it was <laughs> it was starting to come along. Like that seemed like where the things were headed. Yeah. Um, I at first when I first thought of it, it was actually more of a joke. Like that'd be funny if Brian Reynolds was his dad, and then like <laughs> it kept going, and I was just like, fuck. That's what they did. <laughs> um, but it was it, it was very well done. I loved... Like, Ryan Reynolds is a caffeine addict yeah. in that, and it's fucking perfect. Like, it's <laughs> fucking great. I wish I wish they would have played that up even a little bit more. Okay. Um, but, God, it's, it's so it was so beautifully done, but there was a lot of... It's a kid's movie, so there's yeah. a lot of things that are wrong with it. I, sure. That's basically what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're going to go see it, don't go in with high expectations. Yeah. Um, I mean, you still gave it a B plus. So I did. I, yeah, I loved it. I liked it. I liked it more than Endgame, by far. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow, like you, I was. You I was really, really I didn't don't, like Endgame. I don't fucking like Endgame. I'm. I'm still mad about Endgame. <laughs> like it just wasn't. Uh, I'm. I'm annoyed that it's still like number one in the box office right now because it's. Is it? Uh, potentially, I that's what I, I know, thought. I, I that's what I thought but, I just read, but I could be wrong. That was okay. IMDb's actually. Now I'm thinking about so, it. IMDb's number one yeah. right now is that. So I don't know if that's box office or yeah, or just or most viewed. Right, yeah. exactly. So um, either way, John Wick will will knock it down this weekend. So more than likely. Yeah. I mean, there was I read some reports that Detective Pikachu was on track with uh, Endgame. Okay. Um, at one point, I don't know if it's, I doubt it's going to keep up that record, but I'm definitely going to go see it again. Really? In yeah. theaters? Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. I want I like, there's some things that I missed in it yeah. that I really need to like watch and like kind of assess. It was, it was a good movie. Um, I was thoroughly enjoyed. Like I thought, yeah, I was thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. Good wording. <laughs> um, it was, it was a thoroughly enjoyable movie. Okay. Uh, right on. Yeah. Maybe I'll catch it on Netflix at some point. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not saying you have to go. I'm, I like, mean, I do have the movie pass. I could see it for free. That's what that's but. what I was saying. Like I was like, I, I was telling her, and she's like, "Is he gonna go see this?" And I was like, "Yeah, probably." I mean, like he has the movie pass. It's for free. It's. I just. Are you gonna see John Wick? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any of the John Wicks. You ha- oh, dude, you guys. I know. Them. I know. Like, I, like that's that's definitely my movie style, and I'm yeah. just like, I haven't seen it, and I'm like, yeah. fuck. Oh yeah, I'm, I've got a couple friends from work that we're gonna go see it. I think okay. this, either this weekend or sometime next week. Nice. Um, and then yeah, I gotta see Aladdin next week when it comes out as well. Yeah, that's we will have a fucking yeah, we'll have an episode about that shit just yeah. by itself. Yeah. So next couple episodes, next week will be Game of Thrones, the last three episodes. Yeah. And then the week after that, assuming we can both see Aladdin and meet before I go on vacation, 
will be Whoa. will be Aladdin. Aladdin. So just to give you guys a, a look, uh, an idea of what's ahead for the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, so like Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I movie. give it. I give it a B plus. B plus. Nice. Go see. Go see it. It's, yeah. it's a good movie. Um, and then we kind of wanted to talk about. I don't know, a little bit more vague terms now, yeah. like not no no direct movie unless you actually have some. Like, not, well, not specifically, but it was it's more just so it's in relation to Game of Thrones. I don't want to talk about the episodes yet because we're going to do that. Yeah, once we're doing that next episode end, ending. Um, but just seeing like the fandom around Game of Thrones and what's happened with this season is just kind of blowing me away and the way fandom has changed, at least it's gotten more obsessive in yeah. the last decade or so. Um, and it's just, it's just kind of It's just kind of crazy to me where, well, for game of Thrones specifically, like fans are super, super divided. And I feel like no matter what they would have done and it wouldn't have pleased everybody. Like there's no way at this point with, with the way how diehard fandoms are yeah, that you can please everyone. I agree Even with Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, Avengers, all that stuff. Like, there's just absolutely no way to do service to everyone. So you kind of just have to make the show you want to make, or make the movie right. you want to make. And that's and be like, hey, it is what it is. Take it or leave it. That's you know? fair. Um, I, I, you know, I would agree. This last season feels very rushed. Um, like I said, I don't want to get into details yet. But it just it's just kind of blowing my mind how fandom has gotten just so obsessive. So what are you talking and, about specifically, though? Um. Well, it just uh, so with like the fan theories going crazy, like the internet has just made people so much more obsessive about these shows, um, and coming up with like different fan like theories on what's going to happen and this, that, and the other thing, it's just getting so extreme. Like people are spending way too much time on fucking Reddit, <laughs> just getting like <laughs> like I had one of my one of my friends that I watch it with, who's a coworker of mine as well. She had a client come in not to get a session. And left her a note saying you know, she's like a diehard, like diehard fan who's like way deep in the forums and is like thinks oh. she knows everything that's oh, gonna okay. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. one of those people. Came in, wrote her a note saying, "Hey, I just found out Daenerys is gonna turn into a dragon this episode." And I was just like, "What? What?" <laughs> I was just, I was like, "Where? How? What? Yeah, like, what? What kind like, of? Where nonsense? did that come from? Yeah, you know." And she's like, oh, "She's like, oh, well, she's you know super into it. She's on like the forums." And I was like, "Oh, fucking." fucking reddit man like y'all gotta chill with this shit the theory crafting like, is yeah and all, like it's just insane but also the just the obsessiveness in general um of fans and and another thing too that i've that's gotten more and more common is the inability to separate the actor from the character this is kind of switching gears a little bit um, yeah but that's just another thing that i've noticed over the years too where it's like people have literally gotten off social media because they've been harassed so much for something their character did. Oh, it's more than that. Like <laughs> I'm just like, like holy shit, guys. Like, very like people are just getting so so obsessive about stuff. They are very specifically though with Joffrey in particular. Mm. Like he couldn't work. Yeah, he quit acting. Like he quit acting. Like he was like, I can't because I'm so heavily associated. Which, I mean, I he I don't know how he feels about it now, but I remember reading something about it he took it as a compliment because it showed like how oh. well he played that character oh and he was phenomenal he was amazing <laughs> like every like he was the perfect person to hate like yeah. he did it so well and i think i think what it is is it's it's it goes into the idea that what a good actor is yeah. a good actor can bring out emotions out of its audience yeah. and that's what we've been aiming for. We've always been aiming for that. And yeah. so when you see, I, I get what you're saying about like wanting people to separate actors from their, who they're playing. Yeah. But the point of a good actor is to bring that out, to make people think that this yeah. person actually exists. So you, it's a, it's a, it's a two, and, and, two sides and, of the same yeah. coin. And, and is, I get that, but like you still have to, you still have to have some reality in that. Like while you're watching the show, if they can pull you in and make you yeah, feel all these things and all that, but then if you see them on social media or you see them at a con, you can go, oh, wow, that's the actor who plays this person that I hate. Like There's got to be a separation of, of fantasy and reality that I feel like is getting very marred but, right now. <laughs> like, no, but, th that's the thing. but again, like, And I get what you're saying. They that recognize it. Yeah. 
they recognize. I've seen. I haven't seen anyone who's like straight up like, no, that is Joffrey. It's, it's. They're like, okay, that's that guy who plays him, but they still are emotionally connected to that person. Like well, the emotional connection is way more of a like. It's hard to separate, and so it just takes time. Like, well, but that's the thing is a lot of people. I can't say for Joffrey specifically, but a lot of people do get mad at them and call them by their characters' names. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure he got like, it too. Yeah, and I'm just like, but that that's, that's not who he is. That's and it happened with uh Eugene on The Walking Dead too. Like he literally just straight up got off social media. Um this was a few years ago now. Yeah, yeah. After his character went and, you know, decided to join Negan. I don't I don't even know if that was like just him trying to survive and then going to try to kill Negan later. I never got for that far into the season. Right, right, right. I, stopped, yeah, I, I no, pretty much stopped. I have no idea. Yeah. I pretty much stopped watching after that season. Who um, was that? Eugene. Eugene. I'm trying to remember who the fuck Eugene was. He was the guy that claimed to be like a super, you know, smart scientist that was going to save the world. Oh. Yeah. I could see him. I could see him switching because he's a. I mean, like that, that fits he's, for that character. Yeah, it fits like, for that character he's, totally. He's a weak character yeah. who will. But people follow. lost their minds and were like, like just blowing him up on social media. Like, I can't believe you did that. I can't like, like I, I didn't do anything, guys. I acted. I acted. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, like, I played a role, and you're you're slamming mm. me for it. Like, and yeah. then he did. Like, he got it. Was the same thing with the girl from uh, what the, la- what is that Last Jedi? Um. Uh. The the Asian girl. Yeah. 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 That's. Uh, I think her last name's Tran. I can't it remember. It wasn't. Oh god. Um, but it, then yeah, she got yeah, she got blasted on on social media too, and she got off. Um. Even well, Daisy Ridley, who plays Ray. It got off of social media because she just couldn't handle the attention anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> and that's the that's just misplaced anger. I feel like for those parts in particular. Yeah. Um. The mo- last Jedi was written fucking horribly. Yeah. But just well, terrible. yeah. It's got, well, she actually, I think she did it prior to Last Jedi. Who Ridley? Um, Ridley, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Ridley. That's because she was. I don't. I don't think she understood how big a role she just got acted into. Like. Yeah, I remember watching an interview uh, with her and um, the girl who, the lady who's dead, um, Carrie God, Fisher. Carrie Fisher, yeah. Um, and they were talking, and one of the things that brought up was brought up was Ridley was talking. They were talking about Ridley and like, oh, you're gonna have porn drawn about you, and she was just like, what? And like Carrie Fisher was like, oh yeah, it happens. <laughs> like you're just, it's gonna be a thing. Like get ready for that world and like. I don't think she understood, yeah. like, how big she's just going to become like that. Yeah. And it happened. But I feel like it's funny because she became so huge, but I don't feel like the other two main character guys are that big. Um, Poe and... Um, oh, uh, yeah, Finn. Finn, Finn, yes. Um, I mean, a little bit. I mean, they definitely have followings on social media, I believe. Like, I follow John Boy- Boyega... Mm-hmm. Who's Finn? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's doing a lot of other stuff too. Like he's doing more like indie kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Um, whereas actually Daisy's pretty much just doing Star Wars until it's done, and then she's got. I, I was actually looking it up because I was like, I haven't seen her anything else in, in a while. Anything. Yeah. Um, and so I looked her up, and she's got like six projects in the pipeline after Star Wars. That's cool. So, yeah, good. It's good for her. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I I would say for her, it's fortunate because at this point they haven't actually sexualized her in the movies like they did Carrie Fisher. Right. Um and, I don't and think, even, I don't think and even Natalie Portman they kinda did too once she got a little once she got older. Um uh yeah. But a I little mean, bit, but not a, a little lot. bit. I um, think it was more I I don't feel like it was super it was definitely not on the same level as Carrie Fisher yeah, of sexualization. Oh, <laughs> um but yeah I feel like she wasn't treated as a like an a full character. She was treated more as a, a pawn piece in in the writing standpoint um so i don't know but yeah like there's there's that whole level of like the fandom and the the fan like outrage of things yeah but you i've we're now starting to see the good in it um more specifically to do with sonic yeah like Sonic was going to be garbage, going to be like the worst. I mean, that movie's probably still going to be garbage. It's, it's, <laughs> yes. I mean, like you're not changing the writing or anything like that, yeah. but like the biggest aspect though is you fucked up the main character. Yeah. Like you made him wrong entirely. So fix that and we'll go see it. Yeah. And then we'll just hate it for being a bad movie. Yeah, that's true. Like that's fine. <laughs> but 
I feel like that was like it's going to be a massive improvement. Yeah. But even that still blows me away. Like we talked about this previously, just the the power that fandom has now mm-hmm. is just tremendous to me, and it just it's something that we've never seen before. And I'm interested to see how that shapes the you know the culture and pop culture as we go forward. Yeah. Uh, but you were coming to another point, well, so I don't want to go back into an old one. No, I mean. Because there's the whole thing of that, like where fandoms are like as rabid as they are, they're changing, like they're affecting actors, they're affecting like the world around it, like and what you're seeing in movies and now with directors, like they're starting to make changes, yeah. not big ones most of the time, um, but they're they're willing to listen. Um, where what I'm seeing on the other side of that coin is things like EA. And more, this is more video game world, yeah. but like EA and Diablo and Bioware are doing the opposite. And they're just like, no, we're not going to listen to you. We're doing what we're doing. Yeah. And it's really apparent when, um, so Diablo Immortals. Do you, have you heard of this at all or anything about Diablo? I know the game. Okay. But I'm not familiar with like any, anything else. Or I've heard of the That's game. That's fair. Um, so have you heard of BlizzCon? Yeah. BlizzCon is their massive convention for Blizzard everything. Um, so BlizzCon normally has a big event, like a big announcement. One one big thing where they're just like, this is the thing um, that we're going to focus a lot of like attention on in the upcoming months, years, how like whatever project. And their big announcement last year, I believe, was uh, a game called Diablo Immortals, which is a mobile game for from Blizzard that's not even going to actually be made by Blizzard. They actually purchased another company wow. that makes mobile games that already made a game that was really close to what Diablo is. Like... It was it was a fuck up. It was a massive fuck, and that was their big announcement. Like yeah. if it if it was just like an announcement along with everything else, I don't no. think anyone would have been anyone would have cared. It's like cool, you're entering new avenues, mm. big deal. But that was their big announcement. That was their like this is our crowning achievement kind of thing, and they got so much shit for it. And so basically, they've been quiet for a while. And just recently, I read an article of like one of their uh, like executives talking to an interview about it and they were like, yeah. So like the whole like battle between like is Xbox better or PS4? I feel like it's dumb. It's convoluted. Like it's stupid. They're basically the same thing. I agree with that point. And he's like, I feel like the PC console versus mobile is an extension of that. I'm like, "No, no, you're very, very wrong. They're, you're talking about something. You're talking about completely different things. Yeah, big it, time. I, like the amount of power and the amount of control that you can have with a console compared to like any console, like yeah. any console, vastly superior to a mobile game. Yeah, especially when you're talking about a game that specifically is high graphic, high drop rate. Like it, like it slows computers down with yeah. what you can do with it. Um. It's a great game, beautifully done with a mediocre story. And basically you're taking all of the things that everyone likes about it and dumbing it down for a phone. And so what you're seeing is the fans reaching out and being like, hey, don't fucking do this. Make us something good. Like we want something better. Like we expect better from you because you've done better. And the companies are like, nah, we're good. No, this is the, this is the path we're going to go. And you know it's because when you look at the analytics of it, like mobile market is increasing revenue, like yeah. insanely. Like EA is uh, in the last year added a lot more um, mobile devices, mobile games mm-hmm. under their name, and it's brought in I want to say like twenty percent of their revenue now. Oh wow! Like it's it's massive for them, and it's like fuck you, you fuckers! Like yeah. you you fucked this all up and. So there's the other side of this, of, like, fandom trying to reach out and help yeah. these people. Like, there's there's that, there's Anthem that has so many other problems. Like, there's so many within the gaming industry of fans reaching out to try and get this fixed mm. and just being basically back, backslapped with this. Like, no, you're not going to be... 
You're not involved in what we make. Would you say it's because younger generations are the ones that are playing on mobile, and that's the, that's now the target demographic for them? Which, I the reason that the reason that they're talking about it is they feel like it's going to be a non-issue, and I I agree that it it's going to be a non-issue, but I feel like you're doing a massive disservice by completely ignoring your fan base off the bat. No. And just pushing ahead with something that is going to flop just so that it succeeds later on. Instead of, hey, let's just make a fucking trailer for something new like that they actually want yeah. just to sell just to show them, hey, we are working on this. And then release the game that they're going to release anyway, the mobile game, and be yeah. like, while you're waiting for this, play this. Play this. Yeah. And like that would have been fine. But just the way they go about it is absurd and so the gaming industry needs to learn to be more flexible like the film industry is starting to see mm-hmm. and i think unfortunately i think it's an unhealthy change for film because yeah. it was it's not about like fans wanting the best out of what they're being shown no. it's fans attacking individuals and no. being as rabid as they are yeah and that's well that's where i i wonder how much of it's going to be just giving people what they think they want and not having the creative, you know, not having people that are genuinely creative Mm -hmm. doing something that maybe we would have never thought of and go, Oh shit, that was incredible. Right. You know, um, you know, case in point, Logan, Deadpool, Mm -hmm. you know, these, these ones were, we, you know, we had ideas, we had old man, Logan comic and all that. So we had something to go off of, but it's not something we've seen before. Yeah. And it was awesome. So, like, the more we let fans dictate what we see, the less we're going to have our, you know, more of that creativity and thing and new things happening. And it's just going to be like, oh, well, they just wanted to see this story, so here you go, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know. I just don't like that. I don't like that idea at all. I mean, it does. It's nice to an extent, but at a certain point, like, you have to have new ideas. You have to have someone who is creative come up with something different. Yeah. And not just what everybody, you know, expects or wants. Uh, it does help in certain regards. Again, Sonic obviously needed some work, um, but I just, you know, I'm just kind of curious to see where it goes because it seems like fans are getting way too powerful, and it just makes me well. And to not to get into politics, but it's like, how can we have so much control over that industry and yet we can't dictate anything that happens <laughs> in government? In, oh my god! <laughs> like I said, I'm not going to necessarily go down that rabbit hole, but it's just kind of a thought that came in my head as I was saying that. I was like. Right, you know, clearly the internet has power, mm-hmm. and yet, and we can control a lot of things, and yet we still have no say. It's because over. it's a, it's a convoluted. <laughs> like government is just so convoluted with so yeah. many other steps and so many people that you have to go through before you get to the people that you actually need to go to. Yeah. Um, I remember what was it? Um, who was his name? Ted Cruz was talking about how how proud he was about getting a bill rejected that had 90 something percent approval and it's just like that Why? <laughs> that shouldn't you shouldn't be happy about that yeah. you should you should have listened to the people who fucking approved of that like if 90 something percent of your people are saying yes we want this bill and you're like nah you're a dick yeah you're you're a fucking asshole <laughs> and, and so it's like i don't know when you when you look at it in the the form of like our gaming industry, it's you. That's more of the the contents you yeah. see. You see yeah. way more of just this like we're gonna do what the fuck we want to do, and you all are gonna just fucking pay us. And I think what we're gonna start to see is people finally, finally starting to realize that it's the almighty dollar that makes the choice. Yeah. So if we don't buy your shit. Then you know to make better shit. Yeah. I feel like that's the only way any of these industries ever change is by, like, where am I going to physically put this money? Yeah. And I'm not willing to put it into... I'm, like, the the mobile game that comes out for Diablo, I'm not going to put a penny into that shit. Yeah. Like, that's... You, you, you fucked up that situation. Anthem was supposed to be this really great uh, MMO shooter, looter shooter thing. Mm. They fucked up all of their shit. And I was super excited for this game. 
And so I'm not going to buy it and I'm not going to put any money into it. Like yeah. when it comes to movies, I'm just not going to go see them. Or if I'm going to see them, I'm going to pirate them. Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that too, because I feel like that's where we're going to head back to I with television that. and everything. With all these streaming services coming out. Yep. It's just going to be, it's more expensive than cable. It's going to be here real soon if it is real already. Soon. Yep. Um, and I was talking to my buddies I was playing Frisbee with the other day. I was like, yeah, we're just like, everybody's just going to go back to pirating shit. Like, okay, you want me to pay $300 so I can have all the channels? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> I'll yeah. just pirate the shows I want. Mm-hmm. Like, and that'll be it. I'm like, okay. Well, and it'll just go back and forth and they'll figure something else out and we'll buy into that for a minute and then that'll get overpriced and we'll go back to... <laughs> it's it's greed, man. Like, people just don't get the... like To, I, an, to an extent, because they're also... I do understand the concept of, like, you do have... To, if you want that show to continue, you do have to... In, put money into it mm-hmm. like you can't just watch like even game of thrones had the highest you know had, had the highest ratings of a t of an hbo show ever at set what 17 million people for the opener but 55 million people pirated it yeah so you know we might have had two more seasons of 10 episodes if all of those people had actually bought hbo to watch it or, or at least even half of those people. That's, you know that's, what one, I mean? way, like, that's one way of looking at it. No. But the other way of looking at it is if HBO would have dropped their price a little bit, how yeah. many of those people would have converted over? It's possible. I, 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 I'm just saying I see it I see it from both sides. I do, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I get like, yeah, I don't want to have to pay a million, you know, however much money a month to ha- be able to watch all my stuff. But at the same time, I also know that if I want those shows to continue... I have to actually invest in them. I can't just pirate them. I can't just, you know, steal them and be like, oh, well, somebody else is paying for that. Like, well, everybody else is pirating it. Yeah. So now this show no longer exists because there's no actual, because there is a fan base, but nobody's paying for it. Yeah. So it's kind of that back and forth there, too. Um, but, but again, I'm not going to... But I don't think that's ever going to be the case. Like, uh, up to the point of, like, that level of extreme. And I think the big, like, the big reason why is, did you see Critical Role? And their Kickstarter, mm. so they ha- they're voice actors, yep. and they want to make their own animated show. They put it on Kickstarter. It became the largest Kickstarter, period, yep. like on oh, the, wow. on the platform. Like it it raised more than enough money for all that shit. And they were like, look, like we haven't made this yet. We want to make this. If you guys like us and want to do this, like this yep. is how it's gonna happen. And it fucking blew every expectation out of the water, um, which is amazing. And that's the whole point. Like when you have, if you if you bring me the actors and they're like, look, the actors, directors, all that, and they're like, yeah. look, we want to make this show. We want like, here's this concept. Here's all this. And going into a crowdfunding situation, you'll find your fan base that is more than willing to pay for that show. Yeah. And. It, that's that is only a percentile of the amount of people that are going to watch it. Like you're talking like maybe of the the backers for Critical Role, you're probably talking about at most 30% mm. of what of the number of people who are actually going to watch the show, which is probably going to be on some service that has commercials or another or another paid subscription kind of situation yeah um where it'll be released and it's like cool they're gonna make a fuckload of money on top of the money that they already made to make the show mm-hmm. like all of anything beyond that is pure profit for them that they're gonna use for other things and when you're when you're talking about more shows coming out for netflix and hulu and all this fun stuff which disney finally fucking owns hulu yeah like yeah. Th- that whole well full ownership um, well, no, it, fish, it officially sells in like five years, 2022, or like three years, 2022 or something like that. Oh, is that? But they have they have control. Comcast has relinquished control over it themselves. To, oh, is that what happened? Okay. Yeah, and then they'll okay. sell for, I think Comcast is set to make like $5 billion off of it in a couple of years when it actually sells. Um, and then they'll license Comcast shows to Hulu for a cheaper price mm-hmm. in the meantime and all that. And yeah. So they technically, technically, Comcast still owns thirty percent of it, but they have relinquished their control over it, and then we'll sell in a couple of years. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway. But but basically, <laughs> what I'm saying is like the shows themselves will get a fandom, and they will more than pay for the show mm-hmm. with just that small group of the fandom. Um. But. But if they're continually going to be put onto 
streaming services that are only like HBO. I only have HBO to watch Game of Thrones. I'm paying fifteen dollars a month now mm. just to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. Sorry, um, I don't want to do that. That's like, what I, that's what I was doing, and then I started watching a bunch of other shows on HBO. And now I'm like, fuck, now I need HBO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of their hope. That, that is their hope. Like, you go like, oh yeah, that's right. They've HBO with Sopranos and what you know, and mm-hmm. Deadwood and Westworld and mm-hmm. True Blood and all that other stuff and Big Little Lies and because that's what happened to me. Like I was, I have had HBO because I've been watch, catching up on Game of Thrones and I was watching the new season. And then my friend told me, you know, hey, you should check out Big Little Lies. It's good. I got it. I was like, oh shit. Damn, well, that new season starts in a month. Damn it. Now i got to watch that. And then, and then I'm uh, they're dropping a Deadwood movie at the end of this month. Yeah, I did hear about that. So I'm re-watching that because I haven't seen that since it was on the air. Right. Like So now I'm just like, well, fuck, now I need HBO. <laughs> like, I'm just... <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I'm not... I'm not interested in that anymore. Like, I want... Give me a service that is like, you want to watch Game of Thrones? It's going to cost you this amount. Like, mm-hmm. it'll cost you... Dollar twenty-five, then that then you have Game of Thrones. Nothing else, just Game of Thrones, and then like you get a bunch of those. Like this is these are the shows that I like. Yeah. And then I'll hear about other shows and be like, you know what? Cool. What about preview episodes? Give me like, give me episode one of pretty much everything, so that I can watch it, see if I like it, add that to my service. Yeah. Like that would be perfect to me. But interesting. It's not gonna happen because they're all bound by contracts and all this dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you're starting to see that with gaming as well. Uh, Epic Games, uh, mm-hmm. they released their own platform uh, to compete against Steam, and they've they're making a lot of their people, uh, a lot of their developers, sign exclusivity deals, which is great because they're actually paying their developers more of a percentage than Steam was. Mm-hmm. So it's actually better for all developers like low level and like up like everyone is getting a better deal through epic but epic is like but you have to go through us only yeah and it's like it's forcing they're forcing the market to change i don't know if it's gonna stay that way or like how that that battle of morality is gonna go but Mm -hmm. i see a similar situation gonna be happening with tv and all the streaming services because it needs to like Mm -hmm. it's getting it's getting chaotic when when college humor thinks that they have the <laughs> fucking audacity to make their own fucking show uh, their own streaming service that you have to pay for yeah well no. you can you can fuck <laughs> off you can straight fuck yourself yeah. i'm not going to pay for that shit like, yeah i agree i wouldn't pay for that either and that's what like you but you're going to start they have the balls to do it other people are going to have the balls to do it and then they're just going to all die like or they'll get absorbed into bigger companies. Which I think is what they're hoping for, but like yeah. no. It just no, there's nothing good enough that's worthy of that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like there's only one show that I would ever care to watch and like literally just put it on uh um what is that? Uh Twitch. Yeah. And I'll watch it there. I think I uh, I'm really I really hope that Twitch is kind of the way all, all this goes. Free to watch. If you're a fan, you can donate to this like kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. everything's just kind of open. Right on. But I don't. I don't I've st- I've still yet to like check out Twitch. So <laughs> <laughs> keep hearing about it. I've got all my all my younger coworkers telling me about it too, and I'm just haven't haven't I do I, I do YouTube. You know, I'm still catching up on YouTube. So. Yep. I feel like I don't even use that that website properly either. Eh. So <laughs> there's so many communities yeah. on YouTube where yeah. it's like like the new what is it the makeup community is having their drama fest right now with uh what is his name James Charles? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fair. It's just like well, it, I don't. It's funny because I have a I have a coworker at my at one of my clinics who's 22 mm-hmm. and we talk. He he. That's all he does is watch YouTube for the yeah, most yeah. part. And it just kind of makes me laugh. It's like, man, like it's just, like I never would have thought YouTube would become what it's become. Like I totally didn't see that at all. It's like because when I when I when YouTube came out, it was all just guys hitting each other in the nuts. Like that's basically what yeah. YouTube was. <laughs> that's what we did on YouTube. Like we yeah. like, oh check this one, out, check this one. Out. Oh yeah. shit, yeah. you know. Like and then it's become just this huge platform. And I'm just like, how I didn't see that coming when I was 21 is beyond me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
completely beyond me. I just was like, oh, cool. It's just a funny place where people upload. It's like, you know, it's America's funniest videos, but on the internet. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, that was basically what it was. <laughs> and then you real, then, then the, the creators were like, we can make anything we want on here. Yeah. And that's when you started getting the people who were going to like film school and shit. And they're like, fuck it. Let's put it up here. Yeah. See what the fucking people think. Yeah. And it just fucking blew up. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Like I joke with him about that all the time. I was like, "Yeah, man, YouTube was just the the place where you go to get a laugh." Yeah. You know, like it wasn't where you went for news or, or you know anything like else. Chocolate like, rain and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just the weirdest shit. Evolution of dance. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I like the I like the teens react videos too because it makes me feel old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of those yeah. react to '90s music. Yeah. I was like, oh, you kids. Yeah. Well, and then I try to you know then I try to. Um, see if I know them all too. Well, I usually do, but yeah. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that one. I don't know. Really like There's a couple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are fun. And then seeing like some of the comments those kids make too just make me laugh. I'm just like, God, I'm fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> like they were doing. Uh, they did one. I just watched one the other day for pop punk songs, which was totally my era. Yeah, yeah. From the 2000s, and they're all like, oh wow, like all of them are like, wow, this is actually like pretty good music. I'm like. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's like I love this stuff, but it's not good news. <laughs> like, like, let's, yeah, let's like, be real here. That's like, the way shit turned. Like some of the smaller bands were pretty good, Starting Line, things like that. But like Good Charlotte, like they had they had a couple good songs, but like yeah. it was all pretty much the same shit. Like, it was. It was. Oh god. Right on, man. That's kind all of a right. weird place to end, but yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this one. We got big things coming in the next couple of weeks, like we said, Game of Thrones, Aladdin, all that. Yeah. Um. So please subscribe. Hopefully we'll get a we'll get our website up soon or our social media stuff going. Yeah, you yeah. Guys comment on that as well. I've been I've been trying. No worries. You got shit going on, man. It's cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Thanks everybody. We hope you have a good one. Bye.